so we've cleared the deck and there's only one thing left to do and that is finally get to our NFL preview starting our trek through the divisions and we start in the west out west divisions here for the AFC and NFC so let's go here and of course we start out in the AFC West that's where our reigning defending Super Bowl champions are and the Kansas City Chiefs took this division once again last year they were 14 and 3 on the season Chargers they made the playoffs they were 10 and 7 finishing in second place and then it dropped off traumatically as the Raiders were only 6 and 11 and the Broncos absolutely a disastrous season Five and a twelve a year ago, and we'll start off with the uh, Chiefs being a Super Bowl champs, and you know that the run that they've been on with Patrick Mahomes, five straight AFC uh, championship games, and won two of the last four Super Bowls, and a seven straight AFC West titles. I feel like they're kind of the New England Patriots of old since they have the best quarterback in the league in Patrick Mahomes, and they also have the best tight end in the league as well in mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey. Elite first name, by the way, Travis. Ah. Love it. Uh, In the rest of the receiving core, no real big names. And people thought that they were going to drop off without Tyree Kill. But, no, they didn't miss a beat last year with this offense. These guys are just solid receivers like Marquise Valdez-Scaling. He's not a wide receiver one like most people would like including your boy here for fantasy purposes. But uh, just a solid option. Kadarius Tony, he could be uh, wide receiver one, but uh, the receiving core is just talented. Sky Moore, the rookie from uh, Western Michigan out of the second round, solid option. And the res- running back room is crowded too. Pacheco, McKinnon, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. So you just have all these pieces, and it, it kind of stinks for fantasy purposes. You just don't know who's going to score the points, but somebody's going to get them somewhere. There's just Mahomes is just going to distribute to whoever it doesn't matter who catches it yeah Kelsey will put up the fantasy points but and Mahomes obviously will but everybody else just kind of gets the wealth spread around uh without Tyree Kill in the picture Mm -hmm. uh now and uh so uh see I thought I had something else for oh uh they had Juju Mishuster last year but uh he's moved on and he's signed with the Patriots uh, this year, so yeah. they don't have his services anymore. And the final stat that I have for the uh, Chiefs, Kansas City has won 12-plus games in all five years with Patrick Mahomes as the starter. Will it continue this year mm. is the question. That is the question. Uh, my hot take here for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs is not really a scorcher, but – I think their run of going to the AFC Championship games ends this year. Oh. It's about as far as a limb as I'll go. Hmm. But, uh, I mean, it's got to come to an end sooner or later, right? Five straight think. five straight AFC Championships? Yeah, you you think. I mean, everyone thought it was going to end last year. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. But we'll see. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers here up next. Their season couldn't have ended any worse they blew a 27 to nothing lead against Jacksonville in the playoffs. Somehow their head coach Brandon Staley survived that 
and survive the chopping block. So to say the least, he's on the hot seat, just like it seems like every Charger coaches every year. They do have a new offensive coordinator in a Kellen Amore, and he's waiting in the wings in case the Chargers slip up and get rid of Staley. I would anticipate him taking over as head coach. He probably could be a head coach anywhere else, but instead took a OC job there. Justin Herbert. Second best quarterback in the division, and he's kind of on the prepices of that, taking the next step into being an elite quarterback, mm-hmm. I think, especially with uh, Kellen Moore calling plays. Uh, they got the talent around him. They uh, drafted uh, Quinn Johnson out of TCU in the first round. He's got a lot of hype, a lot of fantasy hype as well. They have Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, uh, Austin Eckler. He wanted out at the beginning of the offseason. He requested a trade, but... Two months later, he re-opted, final year of his contract, $1.75 million in incentives, a million for total yards, up to $600,000 for total touchdowns, and a $150,000 bonus if he selected to a Pro Bowl. So if you don't think the Pro Bowl matters, like we all do, <laughs> it matters to players. It does, They have yeah. incentives in their contracts so they make the Pro Bowl or not. So uh, Eckler has uh, scored an NFL best 18 touchdowns while rushing for a team high 915 yards and catching 107 passes. That's why he's a fancy beast for 702 yards. And he's often targeted out of the backfield. Eckler has also led the NFL with 822 yards after the catch since entering the NFL in 2017 as an undrafted free agent from Western Colorado. Eckler ranks 11th among active players with 7,175 total yards from scrimmage there. Final stat I have here for LA. The Chargers have increased their win total in each of the last four seasons from 5 in 2019 to 10 in 20. 22. Mm. Uh, my hot take for the uh, Chargers here, I have them uh, going 1-1 one one against the Chiefs this year, but the one game that they do win, they'll take that in Arrowhead, and Kellen Moore and uh, Justin Herbert will be a match made in heaven. They swiped right, and it was a match, and uh, they'll have the number one offense in the AFC. Hmm. Number one offense in the AFC, he says. Mm-hmm. If it finally clicks. That's a big if. (laughs) I think we've been saying that for like the past three years with the Chargers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we really have. Uh, Another team where we thought that if it just hits right, the Raiders could do something. I know. Last year. I'll admit. You went all in. I was all in on the Raiders, and I busted. You did. I was all in on Derek Carr. Uh I busted. You were the only one. The Derek Carr era is over. The Raiders acquired a Jimmy G in the offseason, and his time is already off to a bizarre, rocky start. Uh, there he suffered a foot injury in Week 13 last year in San Francisco. Didn't see the field again. He signed a three-year deal with Vegas for $72.75 million, and he secretly had foot surgery. The Raiders reportedly had no idea that Garoppolo needed foot surgery when he assigned the new contract in March. Uh, Coach McDaniel said he's going through the process just like we knew he would. Nothing has happened that would surprise us based on the information we had. So he's saying that they did that they knew, but mm. I don't really think that they uh, did. Yeah, I don't believe that. Uh, Jimmy G, of course, does have some weapons, Devontae Adams to throw to, and a Josh Jacobs to hand the ball off to. 
but he said he's not going to hold out in the season, but he's one of the running backs that is wanting a new deal. He, got, he signed a one-year deal. Uh, did he? Yeah. Hmm. Um, so. I think Sunday. Hmm. So. Yeah, he signed a one-year deal. So that's who Jimmy G has to uh, hand the ball off to. Uh, they uh, got rid of uh, Darren Waller there. Uh, the defense uh, gave up the seventh most points in the league last season, and the secondary didn't get much better at all. But they were able to generate pressure thanks to Max Crosby, Chandler Jones, and they did have the seventh all overall pick in Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. Should help that defense there from giving up a ton of points, one of the reasons why their season was a failure last year. Uh, final stat for Vegas, uh, the Raiders were 4-4 four and four over their final eight games of last season and were 3-3 three and three against the division. So 500 against the division. Got to do better than that. And yeah, not going to get it done despite being super competitive uh, season. And my hot take here for the uh, Raiders, I am done with you. I busted with you last year, so I'm writing you off, and I'm going to write you off this season as well. This season is a bust, and a Devontae Adams is traded. Whether that's in season or after the year's over. Devontae Adams wants out. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I think Devontae Adams is overrated. So, Ooh, overrated. Hmm. Well, he did play with Aaron Rodgers all those years. Yeah, to make him better. So, yep. we've seen what he's done out in LA, out in Vegas, without a good quarterback. Yeah, I guess so. So, hmm, interesting. Uh, the Broncos they finished in last year. Did any other quarterback not name Aaron Rodgers' reputation take more of a hit than Russell Wilson's did last year? Uh, this is not just a former Seahawk biased being a. Uh, put in here but mm -hmm. last year he just looked like a goof he on like a lost social media and he looked lost out there on the football field and you know quarterbacks already feel like they get special treatment and when you're winning it's all right mm -hmm. but uh, just the stuff that he did rubbed the his teammates the wrong way of course nathaniel hackett decided to treat him like a star and give him special treatment for uh he had coaches for every little thing and he had special privilege privileges the office space and the team facility the parking space and all that well they got rid of nathaniel hackett and they bring in sean payton to try to change the locker room culture and i know that Bringing in Sean Payton to change the locker room culture is kind of ironic because he was suspended for an entire year in 2012 because of the Saints Bounty Gate scandal. Yeah. And he tried to cover it up. So mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of an odd guy to change the culture there. But, hey, that's who they brought in. Mm -hmm. uh, the offense was just dreadful last year, but the defense gave up the eighth fewest yards and 12th fewest points in the year in the league last year despite being on the field the 11th most minutes in the league so offense was bad defense held its own when you compare it uh final stat here for the uh, broncos uh they only scored more than 16 points five times last year and they were three and two in those games and they uh and nine of their 11 losses were by one score so a lot of close games last year for Denver, despite that. Mm -hmm. uh, my hot take here for the uh, Broncos is that uh, Sean Payton saves and resurrects Russell Wilson's career, and Denver ends up finishing second in the division. 
That's hmm. what I got here. Hmm. That's what you got. And you'll notice the hot takes. Some of them translate to the to my predictions. Some of them don't exactly match up. Right, right. That's why they're hot takes. That's hey, hey. You know what? So, I I applaud you. It's all about the all about the predictions. All yep. Yep. I mean either my divisions are gonna be right or my hot takes are gonna be right. Here's the here's the thing, Travis. You know, I've heard a lot of people say, Oh, Sean Payton he needs to get Russell Wilson back to what he was. No, he doesn't. Sean Payton had a winning record with Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston and whoever the other guy was. Oh, Teddy Bridgewater as his quarterbacks. The past couple of years with the Saints. Yeah. He doesn't need Russell Wilson to be an MVP. He just needs Russell Wilson to be manageable. Yeah. He was the opposite of that. He was. He's just awful. All right. Are we doing our picks? All right. Let's do it. All right. Here's are we doing picks. bottom up? Bottom up. Here we go. Okay. In the AFC West, I got the Raiders at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, they just – I don't believe in this team at right. all. One bit. Right. And here's yeah, the bad thing. If you're Vegas – there's going to be soon a new shiny toy in town, that being the A's. Are you the most important thing in Vegas? Hmm. Yes. We'll see if the attendance, if they are playing awfully, Travis. Maybe. But People like to go to Vegas to have fun. You really don't have a lot of fun watching a losing football team. It's true. But I don't think the A's would come into town and completely – Knock off the popularity of the NFL. Who knows? Popularity of <laughs> the Raiders. Vegas. It is I mean, Vegas, let's, yeah. Let's be honest, Travis. The Knights are the number one sports team in Vegas. Oh, well, yeah. Stanley Cup champs. Yeah. As they should be. Yeah. Uh, Maybe the WNBA coming on. Oh, coming yeah, on. yeah, the Aces. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, exactly. So, I got the Raiders in the bottom, Travis. Yeah, I, I don't feel like there's any... Reason to go against the grain here. I agree. The Raiders are in the bottom for me as well. I got the Broncos third. Mm-hmm. Again, do I think Russell Wilson will be better this year? Yes, because you can't be much worse. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Sean Payton's going to come in and immediately flip that team into a playoff contender. Like I said, though, I was like, you know, the Broncos had a lot of hype, and I didn't really see why. Defense is still pretty solid, so they're not as bad as I thought they were. So I got uh, the Chargers in third here. Oh, really? I know I said the best offense in the uh-huh. in the AFC. But yeah, that's why I okay. said they don't match up. Huh? The Chargers have the uh, third toughest schedule in the NFL. Okay. So, but if they're a good team, <laughs> so they have the third toughest uh, schedule. Who do you have here at a number two? At number two, Travis, I have the Chargers. Chargers, yeah. And I have the Chargers being one of the wild card teams. Yep, so uh, nothing changes from a year ago. Nope. So I have the flip-flopped. Obviously, I'm higher on the Broncos than you are. So I have them also at number two, and I also have them as one of the wild card teams. Gotcha. And then that means we both have the Chiefs as yeah, one. I mean, until they completely fall off, yeah. they're still you have to. They're still the champs and yep. eight straight. I mean, now it's been seven in a row. They make it eight mm-hmm. this year. And Travis, 
Oh no, we're, we'll wait to do awards, right? Oh yeah, we'll okay. wait to do awards okay. at the the very end. Okay. All right, let's move on into uh, the uh, NFC West, and uh, since 2015. All the teams have won the division at least once. The Rams have won it three times, 49ers the Seahawks have won it twice, and the Cardinals won it once. Last year, it went to San Francisco. They had a 13-4 and a record. Seahawks, they were a 9-8, and they were still able to get into the wild card. Uh, the Rams, 5-12 and a last year after mm-hmm. some injuries. And the Cardinals were four and thirteen. Also dealt with injuries to Kyler Murray, and four and thirteen record. Ouch, hurts. Man, that's not good for last year. Uh, the 49ers, the QB carousel was on last year with Garoppolo, Lance, and then they had to turn to a uh, Brock Purdy. And they may have just hit the jackpot with him as he won the final 10 regular season games for San Fran. They made it all the way to the NFC Championship, but you know the story there. Pretty got hurt with that shoulder. They had to uh, turn to their fourth stringer. He also got hurt, and so Christian McCaffrey had to play QB a little bit. And, I mean, you're doomed. Yeah, what else are you going to do? They were just doomed uh, there. And in San Francisco this year, they do have the fifth best odds to win the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy as quarterback. Mm-hmm. I have weapons all over the place, of course. Debo Samuel, Ayuka, tight end George Kittle, and running back Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell. And defensively, oh, man, they're great on that side of the ball. They gave up the fewest points and fewest yards per game in the league last year, led by 2022 a Defensive Player of the Year, Nick Bosa. 18 and a half sacks led the NFL and 90 quarterback pressures co-led with Mika Parsons. And the one thing that's scary about the Niners this year on defense is that they improved one of their biggest weaknesses from a year ago. They signed Javon Hargrove from Philadelphia, four-year, $84 million deal. When Hargrove lined up in the defensive tackle spot in Philly in 2022, he registered nine sacks, tied for the most in the NFL at that position, and told the highest quarterback pressuring percentage, 14, also the most in the league at that position. San Francisco, uh, out of their defensive tackle position last year when rushing the passer one sack that's it Mm. last year and they also ranked 11th in pressure rate at that defensive spot as well and I know that the defensive coordinator is no longer there anymore he's now the head coach at Houston Uh, D'Amico Ryans is their head coach Mm -hmm. and and now uh, the defensive coordinator is Steve Wilkes so we'll see if they can adjust or if they're going to be just as dangerous. Does Nick Bosa holding out give you pause? Pause. No, I don't think so. No? You still think that defense will be just as good I even without him on defense it. is good. Yeah. Yeah. It's elite. Uh, the 49ers, uh, my last stat for them, they've won double-digit games and reached the conference title game in three of the last four seasons. Uh, my hot take for San Fran is that they went all in with Brock Purdy and they went a double or a nothing by getting rid of Jimmy Garoppolo and a Trey Lance. And they put all their chips on Brock and they hit the jackpot and they'll be playing in Vegas in February. No injury happens this year. Hmm. 
the Seahawks, Geno Smith, the NFL comeback player of the year. You know the story. They wrote him off, but he didn't write back, and they thought that they were going to drop off here without Russell Wilson on the roster. No, Geno led or led Seattle to a three and a nine and eight record, seven seed in the postseason. They did lose to San Fran in the first round, but uh, Geno was n- led the Seahawks ninth in scoring. Led the NFL in completion percentage, set the Seahawks single set single season passing record, and ranked in the top five in the entire league in both passing touchdowns and passer rating. And he was selected to his first Pro Bowl, and he also got paid as well. Three years, $75 million contract for Geno Smith. On defense, not great. They surrendered the eighth most points and seventh most yards per game last season. They did resign. Old veteran Bobby Wagner from the Rams had a cup of coffee with L.A., but he's back there in Seattle. Seahawks rookies combined to start 70 games this season, tied for the most by any playoff team since the 1970 AFL-NFL merger and tying of the 2018 Indianapolis Colts. Really wanted a Devin Witherspoon jersey, but now I can't get it because it's a Seattle jersey. Uh. It went from zero stars on Illinois to the fifth overall pick. He allowed the fewest yards per pass attempt as the primary defender in college in 2022 with a minimum of 50 targets. They also drafted well on the offensive end. They added wide receiver Jackson Smith in the Jigba. He is from Ohio State, but he got injured in the preseason. He broke a bone in his left wrist during the team's second preseason game. He had wrist surgery, but Pete Carroll was asked about that at practice just the other day, just this week. And he asked if he was going to think he'll be ready for the opener against the Rams. Pete Carroll said, I'm hoping. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But he looks great right now. So luckily it wasn't a complete break of the wrist, mm-hmm. just a little bone. But that could uh, hamper him, at least at the beginning of the season. Uh, DK Metcalf, he didn't play in the preseason, but that's all right. He's good to go. And uh, Tyler Lockett as well, one of the most underrated guys in the league because he's stashed away in Seattle. Uh, But he finished the season as a top 16 wide receiver for the fifth consecutive year. And he's the only player in the league with at least eight touchdowns each of the last five seasons. So it's a pretty reliable target in fantasy purposes and just kind of one of those guys that flies under the radar yeah. uh, there. And they also have Kenneth Walker, the third as well, who was kind of a fantasy darling as well. They came out of nowhere as a rookie and rushed for over a thousand yards there. Final stat I have for the Seahawks. They have the 10th easiest schedule ranking in 2023. They went 4-0 against the Rams and the Cardinals, but they were 0-2 against San Francisco. And losing in the playoffs mm-hmm. as well. My hot take for Seattle is that Geno is who we thought he was. And it takes a step back. The Seahawks missed the playoffs. And Pete Carroll is fired. Hmm. No Seahawks bias there. No, none at all. But I really do believe he, uh, Geno will take a step back. I agree with you on there that. There you go. Yeah, so, I agree with you on that. That's pretty safe to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rams, third place here. They were 5-12, the worst record for a defending Super Bowl champion in league history. That's right. What a distinction that is. They got three stars on this entire team. It's Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, and Matthew Stafford. 
and there's everyone else. Yeah. Stafford was injured last year. He had a couple of concussions, and he had neck issues as well, documented on his wife's podcast. And he also, entering the season, had elbow tendonitis, and that was kind of being compared to an injury that you have in baseball there. And then Cooper Cup gets injured as well. His ankle got rolled up on, and he went down in Week 10, and he was shut down for the rest of the season. And this is the third major injury that Cooper Cup has had in his career. In 2018, he tore his left ACL. He missed the final six games of that season. And in 2021, he had a knee injury in the wild card game. And he didn't even play against the Packers. And Aaron Donald also only played only 11 games last year. And his worst season uh, statistically of his career there. So... All around bad things for the Rams. Jalen Ramsey's gone. Allen Robinson's gone. Uh, no names besides Cooper Cup. I mean, Van Jefferson, Skoranek, I guess, or whatever that guy's name is. Sure. Third wide receiver. That's Wes Welker, Light. And um, no names on the defense, really, besides Aaron Donald. Uh, there, of course, no first-round picks because F them picks. And an interesting stat that they have more rookies under contract than any other team in the league. And the final stat for the Rams is that they had the fifth worst point differential in 2022, finishing with three and six in games that Stafford started. And so they had to roll Baker Mayfield and company out there a few times too. Uh, my hot take here for the uh, Rams, maybe this is just me being a cynical, but uh, they'll finish with one of the worst records in the league. And finally, after seven years, they'll get to use their first-round draft pick in 2024, and they'll be picking in the top five. You can hope. Yeah. Maybe they'll be in uh, contention for the Caleb Williams Or maybe they'll stakes. be in contention at the trade deadline and trade it to get one more piece to help oh, them. Oh, gosh. One more piece, Travis. I hope not. We're close to the wild card. One more piece can put us over the top. It's been seven years, for God's sakes. I want a first-round draft pick. You just need one more. I don't like the draft anyways, but then when the Rams don't even have a first-round pick, I, I can't even watch it. One more, Travis. No. No. He sold your soul to get the championship, and you won it. I hope it was worth it. But now the Rams fans in L.A. are getting put to the test. Welcome. Welcome to being a Rams fan, L.A. Yeah. Because it's not always pretty. It's not always glamorous. Uh, and then last place were the Cardinals. Uh, Kyler Murray, he had a torn ACL in week 14. He had surgery and he has a 9- to 11-month recovery time, but he's going to start on the pup list, so he's going to start week 5 at the earliest. When I wrote this stuff about the Cardinals, mm -hmm. they thought I thought Colt McCoy was going to be the quarterback. Yep. Nope, they cut him. They got rid of him, so Joshua Dobbs, you're in, buddy. Yeah. And their fifth-round draft pick, Houston uh, quarterback Clayton Toon, and they also have Jeff Driscoll on the roster as oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think if they didn't cut him, they may have cut him after I uh, typed this up. But, ah, uh, man, uh, it's just going to be a rough year there for the uh, Cardinals. Uh, their defense didn't get any better either. J.J. Uh, Watt retired. Buda Baker wants out as well. They got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. Um, he's with the Titans now. And uh, the Cardinals – Got rid of Cliff Kingsbury 
and they are having a new coach. The Eagles' former defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, is the new man there patrolling the sidelines for Arizona. Final stat here, the Cardinals gave up the second most points in the league last year and went 1-5 and five against the NFC West, and that's probably one of the reasons why that they hired a defensive-centric guy. Is that the second most points in the league they gave up? Um, my high take here for the uh, Cardinals because of the uh, Murray injury and the uh, releasing of Colt McCoy. Uh, the Cardinals will battle it out with the Rams for the West Cellar, and uh, also they'll be fighting with them neck and neck with the right to draft Caleb Williams, and they'll end up trading Kyler Murray. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know who'd want him. It's got to be somebody out there that does. I think. I don't know. I've heard nothing but bad stuff about Kyler Murray. <laughs> His video games. Yes, he, he does get a he does get a bad rap, but I mean, just a little change of scenery. Sometimes is all you need to get a guy refocused. Sometimes. So we'll see if that happens with them. All right, here let's pick the division. And let's go from the bottom up. All right, I got the Cardinals at the bottom. I got the Rams at the bottom. Ah. I mean, if we're going to have one of the worst records in the league, might as well get the worst in the division. I, I got the Rams at third. And I also wrote this, and I'm not changing it. I wrote this a while ago, but uh, the Cardinals are in third. I thought that they would have Colt McCoy. doesn't matter. I mean – these two teams are interchangeable. Flip a coin. Yeah, flip a yeah. coin. I got the Seahawks at two. Yeah. Missing the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got Seattle as well, and I already said in my hot take that they're not going to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. so I, I agree with that. I think Pete Carroll will retire before he's fired, by the way. Well, either way. He's not coaching anymore. I'll give you that. I got the 49ers leading the division. Mm-hmm. Um, I have them with the second best record in the NFC mm-hmm. as a two seed. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to be as good as people think. The Nick Boza thing has me a little worried. And I also think of people with an entire offseason to be prepared right. for Brock Purdy is yeah. going to be a difference maker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, going to be a big it's thing. It's very easy to pull someone from obscurity like a- to do four games. Right. How many times have we seen it in the league, a player or a quarterback, a flash in the pan? And, I mean, they saw it with the 49ers. They have experience with Kaepernick. He was a flash in the pan. Trey Lance. I mean, I don't really really think he did anything. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, that that is concerning as well. The question to me. And is he fully healthy with the shoulder? Is he fully healthy? And are you looking back halfway through the season going – Oops, we've made a mistake. <laughs> right. Because, yes, it was a great story last year. But I'm just trying to be realistic here, Travis. What are the odds of Mr. Irrelevant being the quarterback for the best team in the league? I know. They're not high. They're not high. No. Now, he's got tons of weapons around him. We've already just – he doesn't have to do a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what the 49ers are hoping for. Maybe yeah. they're hoping we don't need Joe Montana or Steve Young back there. We need Jeff Garcia. Mm-hmm. We just need a game manager 
who can hike the ball and you know hand it off to McCaffrey or quick slants or you know we don't need mm-hmm. someone to do that and your hope is that your defense which was as good as you said it was can keep teams under 21 points to where we're not in a shootout to where we don't need Brock Purdy to go up there and score five touchdowns for us. Right. That has to be the mindset for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're also, luckily, that they play the seventh easiest schedule in the league, and the Rams weighing that down. Yep. And clearly, last season, they owned the Seahawks. So they're pretty good, and it's the division yep. as well. But, you know, yeah, they kind of are on a little teeter-totter here, and they could, if they slip up a little bit, fall into the shark-infested waters yep. uh, there. So uh, tread lightly for San Francisco. I yeah. would agree with you on that. All right, so that closes it out. That closes out the West Division today. And I thought I had a wrote down of what division we were going to next, but maybe that's not in this room. I don't think I have it in this room. So you'll just have to find out tomorrow. Yeah, tune in. So tune in. Tune in for that and a tune in for a football Friday as we get you set for uh, the uh, high school slate. We'll get you set for the um, college football slate as well. And Illinois is what we're talking about tomorrow. As well, Illinois football kicks off their season on Saturday. And we'll just see how many wins your boy gives the Illini this year. And some, interesting news, and some news, yes. Some news, exciting news yes. in the works in the pipeline. So stick around for tomorrow's show. In the pipeline happening tomorrow. Well, happening yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> yes. But uh, that will do it for us today. Thanks for listening and thanks for downloading. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace out.